0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Knicks podcast, a podcast where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA and sports. I'm Jason Talbot, and with me, of course, the one, the only Marcus Chinque. I gotta ask you, Marcus, how the hell are
1: you? Uh, it's been it's been a tough week. I got some some dental work done. It's. <laughs>
0: You sound good. Man. I mean, it sounded I mean, better. We, like had a we rough couple days. <laughs> we should
1: we should have done this uh, several days ago, but I haven't been able to speak for at least four days. So, haven't spoken. I've barely eaten. I'm withering away, but I'm on the come up. I'm coming back. So yeah. that's good.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot on your mind too. A lot to a lot. Yeah, to I couldn't talk to anybody.
1: I got mean, just um, <laughs> just letting my brain run good. wild.
0: We're working on getting this podcast running, uh, you know, once a week, but it's the off season. So we're, we've been waiting for news and did we, did we, or did we not get some news this week? (laughs) We got some news. I'm, I got a lot on my mind, man. It's, it's obviously a lot of Knicks talk. We're going to, we're going to talk about everything and of course how it affects the Knicks, but, um, we just got, we got a lot of talk to, to talk about here. Uh, before we get into it though, how's the stove? I got I to gotta ask. You know, I mean. every The people want to know.
1: I mean, the crazy thing is I haven't been able to use it because <laughs> I got this dental work done. I can't eat anything. So <laughs> the stove's just been sitting there. I'm eating mashed potatoes from Popeye's because that's true. <laughs> uh, you know, it's.
0: Dude, I love the mashed
1: potatoes. They're pre- <laughs> pretty good. But the girl got mad at me because she put the gravy on it and I told her I didn't want the gravy on it. Because I couldn't Ooh. have anything hot that's just, like, hitting the inside of my mouth. So <laughs> she, like, goes back, and then I see her in the back just, like, dump this huge thing of mashed potatoes into this bucket <laughs> and gave it to me. And she laughed, and <laughs> I walked out. But that's, so that that lasted oh. me, like, two days. The stove's just – it's just sitting there. I want to give it a whirl, but, you know.
0: So, the, so you haven't used the stove. You're still in the same apartment. You haven't, haven't moved, moved. – uh, relationship with the landlord. We, you on know, talking terms, we're on or... talking
1: terms because I got to get the AC put in. <laughs> so it's getting hot. Yeah, when I started, when up. I moved in, they had two air conditioner units in the windows, had to take them out because it was freezing cold. It was December. And the guy's like, yeah, I'll bring them back when it gets hot. So maintenance oh, guy man. never answers me. So I had to talk to the landlord and be like, hey, can you get me uh, these AC units? He said, yeah, send them in Wednesday. So I'm just sitting here sweating, you might hear the fan in the background, but
0: Wednesday Wednesday of, of this week he, he's coming. He was supposed to... Oh, he's coming. After this
1: seven, week. after I get my mouth ripped apart by the dentist again, so
0: I mean what's your what's your confidence level that Wednesday is gonna to be Ooh, today?
1: Forty percent. He's a hit or miss guy. I don't know. It's not even the landlord, it's the a... maintenance guy. I hope he's listening. I'm talking trash about him. Hmm. But yeah, yeah so that's the the never ending dental saga, the stove saga so, I got you know, I'm hoping for a good summer, but
0: what about you? What do you what do you got going on? Dude, I got I got tons going on, man. I'm uh I got Not do I really have tons going on? Not <laughs> I mean not really. It's kind of a low-key weekend. Uh just a lot of planning. A lot of big summer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, people know about yeah, people got know what's going big, on.
1: You You talk dude, about Dude, wedding it.
0: Uh, getting married in September. Who who would have thought? It's it's a lot of planning. It's it's a lot of it's just a lot. Yeah. I don't. I don't even. I can't put it into words. Um,
1: yeah, in a few weeks we'll try to get you a good send off. we we'll, you know.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be taking a little guys trip to Denver. A little golf. A little a little gambling. A little. I've never been to Denver. Uh, not really a fan of the basketball team. Uh, we talked a lot of smack about them, but they, you know, they they showed some stuff this year. So I'm. I'm I wouldn't be surprised. If I'm a they, little bit of a Joker if fan. They made some noise I, I, I next like year.
1: Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me.
0: Um, yeah. They, I mean. The NBA is changing, and this summer—I
1: mean, that's the thing. The West—we're West, we're, we're
0: seeing it already.
1: NBA is wide open now. So, 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 what happened? We we had well, the uh, the finals just ended. Parade was today.
0: Yes. Let, let yeah. Let's let's get a little little of that talk. How, how'd you feel? How'd you feel about the finals? How it ended? What I mean, a lot of injuries. Let's take the injuries outside of it. I mean, obviously with Clay and Durant, you know, um, but the Raptors, man, Drake. Kawhi, <laughs> I mean, raising, raising, raising the ship. How, how, how do you feel? I mean,
1: they were. I was rolling with the Raptors both of the playoffs, and you were, man. I hats off too. And, and it's just Kawhi, man. The way he plays is just—he's an all-around player. You know, he does a little of everything. And oddly enough, the last couple of games, he didn't even have to do as much because everybody else showed up. So they were they were ready to win. Yeah. Kyle Lowry. People hate on him for years. and
0: He had a good he series. Had a, he had a good yeah, finals. He, You know, it was, it was interesting because I felt like even Kawhi, he didn't come up so big in every game, but he was just so consistent. Yeah, he's there. And he did his job every night, both ends of the floor. And off the podcast, I talked to you a lot about, I was saying the Raptors outside of Kawhi.
1: Yeah, thing like team. good enough
0: for the east but like as far as winning a championship like they you know and i mean if that shot doesn't go down in philly you know and they lose that series we could be talking a whole different story it's amazing sports like how, how it all works out inches. but i a, siakam man that dude impressed me i didn't know he was that good that that, that kid can play he has a bright future and but i still got to say man lowry did play better than i thought but he's still like i don't know man i, I I'm happy, say, I'm, happy I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him, him that he finally won. He's a champion. Yeah. I can't, I'm not going to hate on Lowry. Um, but the true hero of the Raptors, Fred Freddy Van Fleet. Boy. <laughs> dude, I mean, that's when teams win championships. Like down the road, I don't know if anyone will remember Fred Van Fleet. We'll all we'll be talking about Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, for years to come. But like the way that dude played put Toronto over the top in that series. Dude, he was outplaying Steph Curry.
1: Knockdown like, shooter. I was like, this dude was yeah. not scared. Just launching him up whenever he wanted to. I was like, it, you know?
0: It was sick. Uh, I don't know if you saw the one play where Curry's guarding him out at the front, and then he calls someone else to come yeah, to they just so he can get off. I was like, what? They, you
1: see, that's what they do with Steph. That's Steph's biggest liability they all know they can run around him, and they get him in the pick and roll so that yeah. he's stuck there, and then he's like, well, okay, I got a bucket.
0: Um, you know, Warriors. They fought hard. The injuries when Clay went down. I mean, that was it. Although Steph did have, he had a look, man. Uh, I can't believe that didn't go in. He had an opportunity. I mean, you gotta hit that. Those, but,
1: but you know his, you know his record in those situations.
0: Yeah, not good.
1: <laughs> in those games, still Like play. you know, yeah. that's it's it's okay in the regular season, but you gotta show yeah. up in the playoffs. I mean.
0: Now. You lose two of your top three players. Like Even if even if Golden State wins that game, I, I don't see how you're going to be able to win that series. Uh, they were just so banged up. Um, but, hey, Toronto, congratulations. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, I, I feel like, has crowned himself the best player in the NBA. I mean, what he did – I mean, that's amazing. The comeback one year, plays nine games the season before, wins a title. And the way he did it – I mean – it was so like MJ esque the way he plays, like it was oh, whoa, why you gotta compare him to MJ? I'm like I mean, just the way, the way he plays, play. the, the style, style of plays, play. Yeah. Um, is crazy. Like that's the thing with LeBron and MJ, like they're they're really two different players and like it's just kinda cool to see a guy who just won a championship who has like the same game almost.
1: It's those um, those palm the ball fakes and just swing yeah. the ball around like Dude, that like, mid, right. I
0: love the mid-range game. Love to see a guy just pulling up twos all day like Kobe. And it's just, dare I say, it was fun uh, to watch Dare I game. say
1: Kawhi got the last laugh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, all right. Finals have, have been over for a while. It's over now. Before we get into some Knicks talk. We got, we got to talk about the big news. This is what everyone's talking about. Because it does affect the next 2 we'll, we'll get more into that. Um, but what a better way to get into this discussion than an email from a fan. Oh,
1: we, we got a we fan got out fans. there. Okay,
0: yeah. I, I, I will admit, we know this fan <laughs> very well. Great guy. Um, but here it is. Hey, guys. Roger here from Ohio.
1: I'm a long-time listener and love what you guys are doing. Though I'm a Cavs fan myself, I always love listening to some good old-fashioned NBA talk. It's my guilty pleasure. As I heard about the trade this past weekend, I had a couple of thoughts. My first one was it felt like David Griffin swung for the fences and connected. But my second one was from the Lakers' perspective, where do they go from here? Two players, team does not make. And as LeBron gets older, Resting is going to be even more important. So, what do the Lakers do from here? Rondo and Lance is not enough, and this is where a lack of having a real DM really comes into play. Role players mean everything in the NBA. Just look to the Raptors for evidence of that, and they don't seem to have them or the guy to get them. Wanted to get your thoughts. Love the show. Keep up the good work.
0: And he has a couple follow-up questions too. If if Golden State doesn't get KD, then do they have the money to get other players? And why are they not mentioned as a destination anymore? A lot of questions. Um a little too much. Of course he's going to mention David Griffin cuz it's not much going on uh, in Cleveland Sour these days. So, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, got a, a little dig into into Cleveland fans out there, but uh, where to begin? So- I mean, it, the, his what his follow-up
1: question actually brings us first to his first question is asking where the Lakers go from here. So the issue that the Lakers are falling into is they're not going to have any money because that's uh, AD and LeBron are tying up all their money now. So they, all that talk about getting he- another max player... They can't do it. So, first, let's talk about what they gave up to get them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, they're giving up Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. Three first-round picks. So, that's this year's top five. 2022 and 2024, I think, are the other first-round picks. And... Some would say it's that's a lot, too much to give up. What do you think?
0: I mean, here's here's the thing. You have LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's been proven in the past when you when your team gets the star, you win the trade. So, in this situation, I think both teams made a good trade. I mean, New Orleans, clearly, I feel like everyone thinks Anthony Davis is leaving, so you're going to get rid of him. You want to get something. I think with with flying colors, David Griffin uh, did a fantastic job to make that trade work, Um, and now he can build a new team. I mean, he's got Lonzo, Zion, Ingram. I mean, people are going to be excited. They kind of have like a... A better Phoenix Suns vibe of these young talent and like the In the the box office of like big names like Lonzo and Zion. These are the young guys that like people are following on Instagram, really excited about. No one's really following DeAndre Ayton on on Instagram. Uh, sorry. Can you
1: imagine the uh, Lavar during Martin? Um, man, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but when it comes to the Lakers, you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, and I from what I'm reading, it sounds like. They're, they're able to make a move where they can bring in a third guy. Somehow they're going to make it work. If they have to get rid of some of the other contracts, I, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but from everything I'm reading, it is possible for them to bring in another talent. If it is Kawhi, if it is Kyrie, if it is Jimmy Butler. I mean, We're, I want to talk a little bit about that, of what I think would be the best fit and everything else. So the Lakers have to get a third guy. Now, I've heard people say, don't get a third guy. Just get guys, get free agents like J.J. Redick. Bring in guys who are shooters. Surround those two guys with shooters. Um, But I think the Lakers have been messing up for a number of years now. Every guy they've drafted, minus Kuzma, they've gotten rid of. D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, now all their future picks – and like all for LeBron and this team they're building, a guy who's getting older and the pairing with Anthony Davis, LeBron always needs a scorer. A guy who can have the ball in his hand, a Kyrie, a Dwayne Wade, these guys who create for themselves. And right now they need that guy. They don't have that guy on the team. So as much as I like AD and LeBron together, they got to go out and they got to they talk Kyrie and they coming to L.A. They got to talk Jimmy Butler Maybe Kemba, maybe, I think Kyrie is like a perfect fit because they need a guy that LeBron could just give the ball to at the end of the game, and Kyrie can get buckets anytime. That's why they were such a good match before. The same way Wade, they were such a good match. And so right now, if I'm the Lakers, you have to go get that third superstar who can create his own offense.
1: Um, but see, the thing though... You have to. But see, the thing is, they can't. Or there's a high likelihood that they can't Because by bringing in Anthony Davis Their cap space is at 27 million He's got a trade kicker in his Contract that I'm sure He'll accept that's 4 million dollars It's going to knock him down to like 23, 23 something in there Which is not enough to get a max guy You need at least 32 To get a Kyrie or A Jimmy or a Kawhi You need at least 32 million and they don't have well, that. that's
0: also assuming that, that that's how much money uh you know those, those guys, guys are gonna want. you think that those so,
1: guys are gonna take an eight to nine million dollar pay cut just to come play to a with one you decided well, the, well, that's
0: the thing i I mean everything I'm reading indicates that somehow they're gonna be able to make the numbers work and I don't know how they do so that, I will admit but I'm I'm reading articles where they're Lakers are gonna be recruiting Kawhi. Lakers are gonna be recruiting Kyrie. Lakers are gonna be recruiting yeah, Jimmy say, Butler. I was like, of I read Two days ago they were like we're recruit- Jimmy Butler's coming to LA. And I'm like, what? So Yeah, but
1: I mean you they, say it all the time. It's like they're like, oh, the Lakers are interested in going after Kawhi. So is everybody. So is everyone. <laughs> it's, like, and it's ridiculous. Of course I they agree. are. It's the most I, obvious statement of the year. But um the uh they, the thing though is so what can happen, as far as I know, what I've read, is depending on when the trade goes through is what's going to dictate all this because the trade can't go through until July 6th. Right. And if they do it by then, that's when the salary cap becomes an issue. If not, they got to wait, I think like two or three more weeks to do that. And then the Pelicans are in the driver's seat again. Cause they're like, okay, we'll do it sooner, but you got to give us something else. And it's like any G- any GM is going to want to do that. And they'll be like, well, keep giving us more or we're going to wait. And you're going to screw yourselves over. So the Lakers aren't in the best spot. But again, I mean, I was saying this from before that, like, you pick LeBron and AD, but then who do you put around them? And yeah, when you're giving up your entire team to do this. This is – I mean, this is Melo 2.0. You know, you give up yeah. all your young guys for one person –
0: and they still have Kuzma, though. They, they were able to keep Kuzma, which I think was, to them, their, their biggest asset yeah. that they didn't want to get rid of. And then you have, um, you
1: have uh, LeBron's getting older. Like like, like Rod yeah, said, that, he's getting older. He's injured this year. AD gets hurt fairly frequently.
0: That was going to be my next point. In a very competitive Western conference, the, the, LeBron's not going to play 82 games. Nope. Anthony Davis is not going to play any two games. So every move they make, you know, it's really important. And they're a new team. They've never played together. This is the, you know, even when the Heat first got together, they didn't win a championship the first year. Typically, that first year is kind of a little bit of a learning curve. Even the great teams, like it just kind of, you need that first year to kind of like get it going. And you'll they'll go far. I mean, the yeah, Lakers should still have... be a team, but...
1: A solid base in place already, and you like Toronto, where you just plug, you swap those two guys, and you get a better version of the other one, and the team wins stuff.
0: Yeah. And as I said from the beginning, I at the end of the day, I think we could examine this Lakers trade as much as we want, but I think the systemic problems of the Lakers has been going on for years now. Like, all of a sudden, we forget about Magic Johnson leaving and Jeannie Bus running this team. I mean, look at what D'Angelo Russell did last year. You know, we're going to talk, I want to talk a little bit about Julius Randle more because we're hearing stuff that the, the Knicks are interested in him. Dude had 21 points a game last year in New Orleans, hey, they man. Just gotta give Julius some time Randle to, to bluff. If he comes to the Eastern Conference, I love that move. I would love the Knicks to get that guy. And, like, I just feel like the Lakers don't know what they're doing. And LeBron is GM. Like, he's always been at every team he goes to. But LeBron is not in his prime anymore. And I... Will this team get to the playoffs just on having LeBron and Anthony Davis? Probably. And they're going to make other moves. Um, But, yeah, an injury here. An injury there. You just saw what happened to KD getting into his 30s. LeBron got hurt last year. Uh, uh, And Lakers, AD... If he's not liking what he's seeing after one year, dude, you are so screwed, <laughs> Lakers. You're like, I, I just, we are Nick fans. We know what bad management can do to a team, and I, it doesn't smell good in L.A. right now. You stink. Like his mom, I know they're pumped that they have Anthony Davis, but there are just so many things that can go wrong. Um. And the crazy oh, thing, they
1: like Vegas had them. As the favorites before they even made this trade, which I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. And now they're. I think they
0: just want bets. They know all the Lakers. They do that with the Knicks too when they made them twelve. They just want people to make stupid bets.
1: See now the Laker. Yeah, Lakers are nine to two, and behind them you got Milwaukee, Clippers, Houston, Toronto, Boston, Philly, and then Golden State at fourteen to one, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. but the league is wide I'm... open now. That's that's kinda of what I'm excited about is that it really could be any team. This is like that year when like you know like when the Pistons win or well, you yeah. know, when the first time the Spurs won. It's just like or who won it yeah, ninety nine. When the Spurs won and it's like a it's a little window for one or two teams to sneak in there yeah. before another dynasty comes along. So it'll yeah. be and 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 a big
0: part of that too is the KD and, and Clay injuries. So, um, you know, some of the follow up questions Roger had too: If Golden State doesn't get KD, then do they have the money to get other players? And you know, why are they not mentioned as a destination anymore? I mean, I think that's a good point. I mean, Steph Curry can still ball. Draymond showed that he could play. I mean, they really have no one else. Um, and now with KD and Clay as free agents, like they're going to be in a new arena like i still see golden state i mean i think people might be counting them out a little too much and i wouldn't be surprised too if clay and kd they come back to golden state and they t- you know they don't play next year clay might be able to play towards the end of the year um, maybe a few other move like I, I don't know i i i think we're just dismissing golden state they lost in the finals and we're just like oh forget about them but like let's see what they do in the offseason i mean at, at I, this I'm, point
1: i'm fairly Comfortable saying that KD and Clay both resign. Like, they just take the luxury tax hit and Real? they just give them a deal. Yeah, because they probably feel terrible that they put these guys out there and jeopardize their careers. Like, okay, you know what? Yeah. We're just going to – we'll pay you the bucks, come on back, and let's see what happens, you know? And they'll sit out a year and then they'll be back the year later and be the same team that they were.
0: Yeah. So – Let's let's kick it over to the Knicks now. Ugh. Because we're talking about all this free agent stuff and I mean we when we watch KD go down every Knicks fan I'm getting texts like the Knicks are cursed <laughs> like it's just it's over. We can't catch a break. I'm still hearing that the Knicks are still very interested in Kevin Durant. I'm still hearing which is such a Knicks
1: move to uh, get a guy who's not going to play for a year. And hope for the best,
0: you know. And and then it probably won't be the same. But he's still KD, you know. He'll he'll come back and be able to be able. Yeah, to play. I mean, I he's I a mean, different Kobe type of player
1: than you know, and like like uh, Demarcus Cousins. It's a that's a big body that's on yeah. that's sitting on those feet. KD's a skinny guy. Yeah, he's tall, but he's not putting as much pressure on his joints and his bones. So maybe and he doesn't play that like pounding style. So maybe it works. For him, I don't know. He, he's he got to have to change his game when he comes back. He'll probably be more of a post up or spot up shooter, but yeah, maybe. I mean, is it so worth the game? We all
0: know the news. We're hearing Ky- Kyrie in Brooklyn. We're hearing, you know, KD is kind of the whole KD thing has kind of gone silent. No one really knows now what he's going to do because, yeah, he's going to need that year off. I mean, I still believe that teams, if he decides to become a free agent, I think teams will still make offers to him and max deals yeah. still because he's KD and he'll be, you know, he's going to be 32. What by the time he gets back from his injury, but like you I want mean, those, you want that 32, 33, 34 years and he'll have the whole season off. So he should be like kind of ready to go after a year um, because he'll have the whole off season to kind of nurse back. And so if you were the Knicks right now, what is your plan? as far as free agency, because when they traded KP, it was all about, we have 78 million or whatever it is. We're going to sign at least two new max guys and we're going to win the Eastern conference. Cause we're getting KD and Kyrie. And we got a guy with a, a busted Achilles and you got another guy who looks like he's going to Brooklyn um, and or LA. Like I, you know, it, it, It looks like the Knicks are not on his radar anymore because why would he come? Because he's not going to be able to play with KD. I mean, would he play with Kawhi Leonard? Like, I mean, if I'm the Knicks, my first priority is to, hey, Kawhi, you want (laughs) to come play with the Knicks? No? Okay, cool. Okay, now what do you (laughs) do? He just hangs up.
1: He doesn't say anything. So, like, I stay young. I don't know. I think that's... That's probably what they should do. That's, like, the smarter move is to just develop these guys, you know? Like, is it going to then take another couple years? Sure. But you want to see a little bit of improvement. You know, we get RJ – say we draft RJ Barrett. So you got him. You got Knox. Do you keep Dennis Smith? I don't know. Maybe –
0: Yeah, well, Dennis Smith is – he'll be – unless I mean, unless they move him. And he's another
1: one. Like, I wouldn't – I wouldn't count him or like write him off immediately. He's been in the league two years, you know. Like he's gonna develop. He's gonna. He knows what he's got to work on. Maybe he'll turn into something. You know. And it's like the same thing with these all the guys the Lakers gave away. Is you give up on them after two years, you gotta see. Like you can see, he has skills. So you get that young core guys, and bring in a couple, a couple guys maybe two three years deeper in the league, still young, which is well, where well, you, started make, you started to make, you started to make that point earlier about Julius Randall, D'Angelo Russell, you know, you bring well, those two guys in with Knox, RJ, and I don't know, whoever, maybe a couple of like mid, mid-level exception guys. And it's a, it's a, it's an okay team. They'll develop their, you know, they're, they're still young here.
0: Yeah. I, Here, if I'm the GM, here's what I do. I'm asking KD to come to New York. I I thought about this a lot. You, I'm still offering offering KD a max contract, even with his bum Achilles, because the one thing I agree with you—you want to keep the youth going. I think when it comes to the draft, don't overthink it, Knicks. Draft RJ Barrett and leave it alone. We've talked a little bit. Oh, move picks here and there. Don't, dude. RJ Barrett could be a stud. We said it before when we were talking about the draft. Please let us at least get a top three. I really want a top two to get Ja Ja or Zion, but at least get me with those top three because those are the three guys everybody wants. Now that Anthony Davis is done, KD's got his his injury, I I, I think you keep the youth movement. I love going after D'Angelo. I love going after Julius, and I love... I love the idea of the Knicks need to bring in a veteran guy, so these young guys can get out there and learn. Um, and I don't want to pay DeAndre Jordan a lot of money. Yeah, he's more of a veteran, but
1: he's he's too much. He's of a not a,
0: a Kevin Durant. He's not like you know. And I know he was helping Mitchell Robinson and things like that. But I I I think a guy even like Kevin Durant on the bench, and then he'll come back the next year. And be able to, and then you know, and it's another free agent year, there's not too many guys, but you have young pieces, you might be able to make trades, like set yourself up for success. And the reality is, right now, the Knicks are not going to make any moves where they're going to be competing for a championship next year. I honestly, even when people were saying, Oh, we're going to get Kyrie and KD, I still think that team, if we if the Knicks were able to do that, KD doesn't get hurt. Were they really going to compete for a championship? Like, I know he's Kevin Durant, and I know he's Kyrie Irving, but look at the rest of your team. Everyone's, like, 21 years old. Is that Would that really work against a team like the Bucks? And, well, if Kawhi would stay with the Raptors, the, you know, the Sixers, um, still Boston, still very competitive. I think it's um, better
1: than the Lakers and K- AD and LeBron and then whoever. Uh, Maritz, a kid from Michigan, that's all they have on the team now.
0: Um, I I mean, maybe. Yeah. But uh, that was my my worry with the Knicks is just I I think they got to they got to keep like you said, I I think they got to keep this youth movement going. You want to develop, develop, develop. And then when the moment is right, you strike and make that trade. The way Boston, when they brought in Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, the way Miami brought in Bosh and LeBron, like, you gotta find that. The way Toronto, I mean, they took such a chance on Kawhi, but they were like, we're going nowhere with this team. We get, we, we get swept in the second round every year, like, you know what, we're gonna take this chance on Kawhi, and it paid off. Um, so I just, Nick fans, the Knicks, the way they strike in the past is getting an Eddie Curry is getting an Antonio McDice is trading for a Keith Van Horn, and I'm sick of it, and I, I can't live through another bad move like that. So just stay the course, Knicks. Don't get crazy. Don't overthink it. But my, my worst nightmare is, like, we put in all our money and we sign Jimmy Butler and Kemba Walker.
1: Or Chris Middleton. And then
0: you're like it's like what is what is the team now like so you got yeah Kemba and Dennis Smith and Knox second year and Mitch is going to be the starter but will Deandre like I don't know like I I'm I'm I think the Knicks haven't found their identity yet and through some of these young guys you, we got Knicks still got a lot of figuring out and there.
1: it'll be interesting to and see how cuz we've been talking about like are Scott Perry and uh, whatever his name is, creepy guy, Mills. <laughs> Steve Mills. Yeah, like, are they?
0: <laughs> are they,
1: Are they a legit tandem? And are they going to make all the right moves? So like, right. now it's like their first real off season to do something. What are they going to do? You know, like, are they going to make that classic Nick move, and we end up with Jimmy Butler and uh, Chris Middleton and whoever else that isn't right. worth paying a whole lot of money and, or stay the course. And they've been, they've been good about talking about it. Good. Like they talk it all and they haven't done anything crazy. So, you
0: know. so what do you think about the next signing KD? Uh, you
1: know, I don't like, I get it, but I kind of, I just know that it's not going to actually lead to anything good. Like, Say he could,
0: You don't think it could benefit the young the young players in the Knicks moving forward I mean, I, to have just a guy wonder about that. to be in that locker room a champion and then coming the next year. Well, like
1: how much of a locker like, room guy is KD? You know, he's a weird dude. How much of a locker room
0: guy, dude? He's he's a two time MVP, two time champion. He's he's got more he's got more accolades than anyone in that room combined. Yeah,
1: but who says he's gonna want to talk to them?
0: We haven't <laughs> we haven't had a winner in a Knicks locker room since uh, I don't even know who. What, Tracy McGrady? Who He wasn't winning championships. Bill Walker. <laughs> Remember you we talking Bill about Bill Walker? Walker. Yeah. I, to, to, to what you're saying, my thing too is like the Knicks have to go spend money this offseason. I mean, we got to put a team together here. So I would much rather them put money in a guy like KD who's going to help me a year from now um, and help build these young guys um, and maybe not win a championship like in the next – you know, I don't think the Knicks are going to win a championship in the next couple of years. I've kind of conceded that a little bit. Um, so just to have his presence and I mean, in a perfect world, I would love the Knicks to sign Russell, KD and Julius Randle. Those are the three big guys I'm signing. So next year you have Russell on the team with Julius and all your young guys. And like, yeah, you, you need have nice somebody
1: to play because, um, like, yeah, KD can only do so much just sitting on the bench talking to them. And he's not like he can't walk around. He can't do anything. Yeah. So you need you need some guys. I'm trying to think like who's who's available. Like oh, what other vets are available that aren't like high priced guys, but are like you know good role player dudes. You know that. Because,
0: and and think about it too. If you have KD, then you go into next off season, You're probably not gonna make the playoffs again. So you'll you'll be in the lottery. And we saw the lottery went last year. And again, you have a lot of first-round picks moving forward. You don't know where you're going to land there. You have a, a, a third a third pick coming off this year with RJ. You have a lot of pieces where now all of a sudden you're going into next year and you're like, okay, I have KD coming back now next year. If I can get a Randall, a guy like Julius Randall, like, I could maybe make a move now. Oh, Anthony Davis isn't happy in L.A.? He's going to screw them over? <laughs> Come to New York? I don't know. Is Kawhi going to do another one-year kind of thing? That seems to be, you know, the popular thing to do. Um, there's guys out there like, I mean, Bradley Beal is going to be a free. I mean, there's still there's like guys. There's 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 moves to be made. Um, I I wouldn't be upset if the Knicks still signed Katie. I don't think. I don't I would, think I'd like, be angry. I, I, but I
1: yeah. I just wouldn't be assuming it's going to turn out well because. Oh, no, of because course not. I, I, I've, I've lived, never I've lived a lot of years with this team, yeah. and I expect nothing but the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but I think where we both for sure agree, and I think every Nick fan agrees, it's the fear of like, yeah, we're going to go out and sign like Middleton, Jimmy Butler. Like, it's just going to be this weird team of like, what are we doing, guys? This and then we're stuck in contracts, I mean we're still paying jo- Joakim Noah. Noah um, I, I, I got enough of that. We got rid of Tim Hardaway. We're always making moves to get rid of bad contracts like that's all we're doing lately like, like enough with that um,
1: and I hope the, I hope <gasps> they, I hope they realize so like we're I'm putting my faith in the in the front office that they'll make smart moves, and I think that they will. We just got to wait and see what uh what happens,
0: yeah, my my gut actually tells me the Knicks are going to get Kevin Durant. I hate to jinx it. And to say get him, he's not even going to play next year. But I, I, all the talk that's been happening in the off season, the Kyrie thing, oh, we're going to team up. I, I, I never really believed that as much. I mean, the guy believes the earth is flat. I don't know what he's <laughs> thinking. But there's just the reporting, it's weird. I mean, you know I get crazy about all the rumors and people, all the, these crazy things people are saying no one really knows. But – it's as though something was up. And I think KD's probably still talking to New York, and he's like, listen, like, I'm going to opt out if you guys offer me a max deal still. And uh, I don't know. We'll get some courtside seats, sit next to, I don't know, Clyde on the side, talk a little basketball. Hey, Breen, what's going on? You know, king, he'll, he would be the king of New York and not even have to play. He doesn't even have to do anything. Um, you know, push him around and then somewhere. Push yeah and then zero, who knows you know? maybe maybe he'll uh, get a little frisky with someone in his apartment building and we'll have to turn <laughs> him <next>. who knows <laughs> so <laughs> it's like I'm sure whatever's gonna happen with the Knicks is gonna be terrible um, yeah well,
1: I, we're hoping for the best expecting yeah. the worst
0: the Julius Randall thing did get me excited though so
1: yeah, I mean that's even that the fact that they're reports that they're interested in him. I was like, okay, they're thinking clearer. You know, like this is a guy it'd be interesting like him and RJ, two lefties, man. Yeah. It, yeah, be, it might be actually, I don't know. I don't know how that would fit, but it'd be
0: good for RJ. I want and that's the thing. I want these young guys to just play with guys who can play basketball. D'Angelo Russell can play basketball. Julius Randle can play basketball. Um Kevin Durant, more of a locker room guy. Like the Knicks need to get Basketball players who've been in the league to like help these guys. Uh, I just to see all these young guys go out again. We'll finish in last place again. It's just it's. I want it. I want it to be at least somewhat fun to watch the Knicks. I don't want to. I don't want too much pressure on RJ. You know, he's a first year man. You know, just take it easy. Ooh, I gotta take it easy. Okay. The draft is on Thursday. Any thoughts, worries, emotions? We've kind of mentioned it a little bit. Uh, I mean, I think we kind of feel like we know what's yeah, going to happen. We know what's
1: going to happen. You know, I watched a couple interviews with RJ. Gotta say, I'm pretty impressed. It just seems like a I can never it's I can never guy. get a good read on him because you know he's got those droopy eyes. You know, he's kind of looks a little just looks sleepy all the time. When he's out there, but he was talking. So I like his attitude. You know, he's got some yeah. he's got some swag to him. He's got that. You know. When he says, you know, he's built for New York, I'm like, okay. The way and the way he like said that. certain things, he's just like, oh, what are you gonna do when people say, uh, start talking about you? And he's like, saying you're not playing right. He's like, he's like, well, I don't care. Like, what, I don't care what they gotta say. <laughs> and the way he said it yeah. was just like, all right, I like, I like the little attitude. Okay, bring him in. And I've said, st- I've said it for a little while. I think that he's probably gonna be a better long term NBA player than Zion. So, or he's got more, he's got more skills. So and he's just you know People, he's taller. He's guy. He's I mean he's not like he's, he's a body. Yeah, man. he's not like he's not athletic. You know he he's built better than most of these young guys coming out. You know he's got he's got the muscle. He's got the the good body for the NBA. So I think if they hold on to that pick, that's who they take, and I think we'll be happy about it in the long run. So just don't screw
0: it up. I... I hate to say it, but I I agree. You know, now that the the lottery is over, I had time to kind of let everything settle. I think it's a no-brainer. You take RJ Barrett and you throw him in with the young guys, and let's see what happens. There's there's no need to to get crazy, to get tricky. Um, you know, I know they're interested in a lot of other guys. I mean, if anything, maybe you trade future first-rounders to get more additional picks if you like some of the other guys. Because we've talked about after the third pick, it's kind of a free-for-all. No one really knows where to go. Um, You know, uh, Culver out of Texas Tech, people really like. And I think, what's his name? Uh, Colby White. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that people like. But as far as pick four through ten, no one really is like... Oh, it's absolutely this guy at four. It's absolutely this guy at five. So, hey, the Knicks have a ton of young guys already. Do we even want f- more future first round? I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they did something like that. But at number three, take she RJ. Take it. Go home.
1: Great night's sleep. Get on the phones.
0: Call call Kawhi. We I hope the Knicks are still like calling Kawhi. That that should be their number one priority. Um, and that should be every that these articles of. This team will reportedly like go after Kawhi Leonard is just like yeah, yeah. all <laughs> thirty NBA teams are going after Kawhi Leonard. Um, he's the Finals MVP and just want to. It's just so stupid.
1: And it's not it's <sighs> like it hinges on Uncle Dennis to to sway him a little bit.
0: His who? uncle. Who's Kawhi's Uncle? Why Uncle? Yes, <laughs> Uncle. Yeah, Dennis.
1: that's the, that's who like does all this talking for him. <laughs> oh. I got an uncle Dennis um, actually. Did
0: you uh did you read the the article about Apple Time? Did I send I sent you yeah. that, right? I had a great laugh. <laughs> well, I wish that was real. I love that That is the best <laughs> thing ever. Um, whoever came up with that just oh my god. Co finals MVP. Apple Time. Fun. Apple time. I just I can ima- like you could all imagine it. <laughs> it's so
1: great. Oh man. Yeah, I was laughing for a good like five minutes after that. Yeah. And then I watched the Kawhi laugh, um, and I laughed some more. And yeah,
0: who? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's. Is there any other free agency kind of talk? I wanna, also want to say, uh, Roger, thanks for the email. Appreciate buddy. you, buddy. Yeah, that was that was really nice. We might we should do that more often. We got we got a bunch of people that want to send us. Uh, they have they always have questions they want to ask yeah. us, and that would be fun tweet at it.
1: us, email us, call us. We're ready, you know.
0: Um, did you have any other free agency, like any, anything about Kyrie? I mean, you know, he's kind of the other Jimmy Butler.
1: Eh, No, not really. Where they're going to go.
0: What else? What What else else is going on? on? Uh, yeah, let's, let's, we'll do a quick wrap up. Say what's on your mind. You got anything you want to talk about?
1: Uh, you know what? Okay. So (laughs) I was surprised (laughs) to know, to hear that you didn't know that this was happening, but, People listening, we're probably all around the same age. We grew up around the same times. Who remembers all that? What are you, what are you talking Not all about? all that? Oh. Nickelodeon. All that. Of course. Keenan Thompson, Kelly Mitchell. So.
0: Amanda, Amanda Bynes, uh, Lori Beth Denberg. Dinberg? Denberg? Lori Beth. Vital information. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Ken- I mean, Keenan. <laughs> Keenan Thompson.
1: So, it made a comeback. They rebooted it for for this generation and the first episode was on on Saturday. Took a look. Uh, this is all they heard. So <laughs> piece of it. <laughs> so it was, it was interesting to see. You know, I gotta say, I didn't hate it. There were like a couple of a couple of skits that were just like I, I kind of chuckled at it. There was like a Marie Kondo one that was kind of funny, but also borderline racist. Because when I first saw it, I was like, "Wait a minute, hey, is she trying to sound like a little Asian lady? this little white girl talking,
0: but it- ter- mildly it racist. turns
1: out though that that's her real speaking voice, and so she wasn't putting on uh, an accent Ooh. or anything. She just talks like that. but I was like it was kind of funny, but it was like the beginning they brought in like they introduced to the new cast, but Kevin was there you know the guy five minutes, five minutes, everybody that guy.
0: So oh, he yeah, was on yeah, and he yeah.
1: did the the five minutes thing, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: and then they're like, "Oh my god!" So they it's original cast. What member. was this on? Was on? What
0: what channel was this on? Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon? Wait, what do you get? Nickelodeon? It was on Saturday night on
1: Nickelodeon. At like 10, 9 or ten o'clock or something. I caught the replay, but yeah. So they were like, "Oh, original cast member uh, Lori Beth Denberg," and she like comes <laughs> in and she says something to them and like gives them tips about it. And then Josh Server was there and. Then Kel was there and they like introduced them all. And then they go into their own thing. The theme song is the same. I'm, they just
0: I could kinda of tell the way you're talking about it. You were I think you were more than just a little into it. I think but uh, I'll, sa- <laughs> <like
1: it>. I'll <laughs> say though, it's probably only for the first episode. Like it'll like everyone was looking at it, they're like, Okay, cool, but the the cachet of it will dwindle quickly because everyone's all about the yeah. nostalgia. And from what I read, like interviews with Kel, he was like The audience was primarily people who were, like, 30 to 35 years old. Oh, of course. Yeah. Kids, I'm sure kids. Kids don't know what's going on. They got a a Good Burger pop-up in happened in L.A. for the next month that I think opens in a week or two. So they're cashing in on this. But Hmm. is it – and I don't know how to feel about all these reboots, you know? I, I was like, okay, I'll give it a look. I'll see what it's all about. See if I laugh. I chuckled. Once or twice yeah. they did, you know they it's, they did the good burger skit. They did the vital information, and
0: they did a lot of throwbacks. So it's not. I mean, maybe that's just the first episode. To get yeah, they did like a a modern
1: stuff. day take on Pierre EsCargo. Oh
0: my god! It, was Keenan in the show? There.
1: He knows. He knows better.
0: Oh god! Wow!
1: He's prepping. He's got. He's got. A, he's got his own him. show coming up. Yeah, he has got a show on NBC. What? It's coming, yeah,
0: it's about damn time. <laughs>
1: He's like a single um, dad, and he's doing I don't know something.
0: No, I mean, dude, you're 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 absolutely right about the the nostalgia movement of uh, just everything these days, and that, it's the money. It's all it's guaranteed money making at least and in the you beginning. Know, you know, kel a little hard
1: up for cash for a little bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it's actually I, I'm glad you brought that up because there was actually uh, something I wanted to bring up about reboots because that's the big thing. Lion King is coming out Oof. soon. Aladdin just came out, and I mean Disney is just firing these babies out. I Can saw, it? I saw Mary Poppins. I saw Dumbo. I, I know a little bit about Disney, so <laughs> I, yeah, I go, I go see the Disney flicks. And like to be honest, none of them have really been that bad. I mean, Mary Poppins was kind of weird, but. I just remembered. Oh, I was like, "Yeah, the original one is like kind of really weird." weird. Yeah. I watched it when I was like four. It's
1: the woman that flies um, around with an umbrella.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was kind of like you know, it was it was enjoyable. It was a lot of a lot of singing and dancing. Did you but, see Aladdin? You know, not, I did see. All right,
1: Aladdin. so let's we could talk about that.
0: And uh, I wanted to like it more. I, I just when I really thought about it. I just think maybe Aladdin is not a great movie to remake in this real life scenario. I thought like Beauty and the Beast, fantastic. Uh even um what was the other one? Jungle Book.
1: Loved it. Oh, that's pretty good, yeah.
0: Aladdin, it was good. It wasn't bad. It it, it was good. Um the hate on Will Smith is the genie? I kinda understand. <laughs> Ten thousand years will you such a crick in the neck will smith is not is not that funny like fresh prince of bel-air and everything will smith has done he's not like a funny guy bad boys come on martin martin lawrence is carrying he's a the goofy humor. guy he's a goofy guy right it's the it's the roles that he play and the way he the way he acts that makes him funny the role of the genie i kept thinking to myself i'm watching i'm like Jamie Fox should have been the Jamie. interesting yeah. singer. He's like Jamie Fox, dude. I used to love the Jamie Fox show. He's like so freaking. That's talented. actually
1: not a bad and a bad thought. It's That's great, actually isn't pretty it?
0: good, Yeah, you know.
1: I wonder why. I was I thinking know. like,
0: who would make a good genie? Who would make a good genie? And I'm like, first off, get a guy who can sing.
1: He can sing, and he's actually a, a comedian. So <laughs> and he can do the voices and everything. Stand up. You got. You got me. Act, that's uh, you like, like that, that, right? I knew yeah. you would like
0: that. Because yeah. I, my feeling uh, was
1: when I saw it, like I love Aladdin; it's my favorite yeah. Disney movie. When I was a kid, loved it. Saw it twice in theaters, favorite. And I went into it just <laughs> wonder. I was like, I was hoping for it to be good, like you said, and yeah, to me, I actually didn't hate it, and I was per- yeah, I didn't hate I was it. Prepared either. to not like Will Smith as the genie, but surprisingly, he didn't bother me because he only has to do two songs so i i saw yeah. like a clip for him doing uh prince ali and i was like oh no yeah and
0: but like that part was actually pretty good
1: yeah but when you see it in the context of the movie and you're like okay he's yeah. you know he's not really singing he kind of does but more just like a rhythmic speaking <laughs> that he does throughout it yeah and i was like okay there's some parts of it that were kind of funny like he did it in a, in a way, that was very Will Smith, but he's no Robin Williams. And right. that's and the, the comparison you're going to always make, and he's just not...
0: Right. And I think with Aladdin, the story, it's... The genie was the one part you had to cast that had to be exactly right. Because the genie's the hero, man. We... I mean, we saw Aladdin on Broadway. I think we've actually mentioned that on the Seen show it, yeah. before. Good show. So, yeah. And... <laughs> When that genie walks out on stage, it's just the place goes nuts. Like, the genie is the movie Aladdin. He is the most important part of that movie. He's the most beloved character. He He's putting asses in seats, okay? <laughs> That's what we come to see. And...
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's... Uh, just... it's It's worrisome. I don't know, but...
0: Yeah, it was kind of... I mean, he was, like, kind of creepy looking. And, like... The singing and the and Will Smith is like he's smooth. He's not. It just it didn't seem like a good. He's hitch fit. They wanted know? to get a name who was box office, and I get it. It's Will Smith. Like, but I've always been a little bit hard, hard on uh, a little bit hard on Will Smith. I think he gets a lot more uh, credit with his like acting and movies because there are some movies that I really like love of his. Um, I mean, but, but then
1: he did uh, as far as his like Wild, Wild comedic West, roles.
0: So yeah, that. that's the thing. <laughs> like, and then the new Men in Black is coming out, and then I started thinking back of like, I'm like, this movie's gonna be terrible. And I saw the reviews were really bad. And was Men in Black even really like that good? I mean, the first one I really yeah, did like, the first one's but everyone after that, that's it. I think yeah. everyone knows the second but was one Will... sucks,
1: and the third right. one was okay. But was
0: Will Smith even like funny in Men in Black? Like, kind of, he's kind of like Him goofy. And Tommy Lee Isn't Jones he
1: had... had a good back and forth, you know? But...
0: Yeah, it's. Will Smith is at his finest when he does, like, the Fresh Prince role, where he's, like, he plays the guy who's, like, not supposed to be where he is. Like, he doesn't fit in in, uh, you know, in Beverly Hills. And then he's in Men in Black. Oh, I'm just a cop. I'm not supposed to be this, like, double agent guy. Or, you know, that that's that's his sweet spot, man. He's...
1: I mean, Hitch was... I don't know. That's probably his last, like... Oh, Hitch. But Hitch, love, love I mean, Hitch. dude,
0: Kevin, Kevin <laughs> James carried that movie. Taylor made for Will Smith. <laughs> Yeah. And again, is he funny? You no, know, he's like Mr. Smooth. And he's like, he does his little scream on his ears. I mean, I love Will Smith. I feel like now I'm bashing. On, I do a lot of bashing on this podcast. I'm sorry, man. But then. Uh, Aladdin was good. Will, Will Smith did a good job. He didn't do a great job. He did a good job. Like, I
1: would, I would sit through it if somebody else wanted to see it. I'd be like, all right, I'll go see it again. But coming up, like you said at the top, Lion King. Ooh. Did I? Did I? <laughs> I just. Uh, uh, that's, that, that's that dental work. I'm a little.
0: <laughs> Going back to your childhood uh, love for the show.
1: <laughs> but now it's weird because you saw what they did with the Jungle Book. Same kind of thing. It's just making all the animals yeah. talk and everything, which was cool the way right. they did it there. But
0: Yeah. Jungle Book, though, did have like Mowgli. There, there was a human element yeah. in it. So I'm curious if the Lion King if they're really selling it hard on all the big names that are in it, because no one's going to turn down. Definitely. I mean, they had a,
1: they had um, the announcement of the trailer featuring Beyonce's voice, and, like, that was a post. And the beehive could come after me. I don't care that Beyonce's yeah. in this. She doesn't do anything. She sings I, half of one song, and unless they gave her another one. But Nala's not a major character in the right. in the movie. So. I'd like
0: to, um, you know, I'd actually like to... Uh, Close the cast today with a with a, a friendly bet. What do you got? On the lion, on the Lion King. Whoever gets closest to the percentage
1: of the Rotten of Tomatoes, what it
0: gets on Rotten Tomatoes. No over under, just the closest number to that. What's the bet? And uh, <laughs> what is the bet? What should we bet? What's uh, I mean, I'm going to see uh, you when oh it comes out. Well, no, we'll have the I'll see you. in Oh July. no, it
1: comes out that weekend. Yeah, you're that right. Weekend, yeah. It does.
0: That Friday. That Friday. Uh, why don't we... We having, a, we having a boys'
1: day at Watch the Lion King? Get 10 guys to go... To <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> why don't we bet... Uh... Oh, man. I don't know. We'll, we'll think about the wage. Food, we'll, drinks we at, do the, at cast the bar. Before. Who knows? I don't know. Let's... Uh... Yeah, we'll, we'll think Put of something.
1: Okay, I will go with 65%.
0: That's kind of low you came in low
1: I, do, I mean I
0: are you sure is that you know what you want to lock that in uh a 65 so you, you so you're thinking it's gonna that's kind of a well, are we going bet
1: are we going to bet the Tomatoes the critic rating or the fan no, rating
0: no, no. I'm gonna I go to RottenTomatoes.com, whatever number is right next to that one
1: okay so critic ratings um yeah all the critics it's 68 I locked it in 68 percent
0: I'm I'm kind of with you on the I'm not going to be like you know, ninety eight a hundred because I, I I worry I I think, we all know the story how that you know people might get a little bored, um, I'm going to go seventy six seventy six a lot of room there to uh, <laughs> seventy six so we're we're pretty close whoever gets within uh, whoever gets the closest we'll we'll figure something we'll, out we'll figure it out yeah um all right man. It's uh, it's been Pretty real. Glad we could talk. We got Thursday draft day, big off season. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's a, a breaking news podcast in the near future. Uh, you got you have dentist on Wednesday, so you'll be out a commission probably till next week at <laughs> the earliest. Um, what can I say? See you out there. I, 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 that's all I got. Yeah, we we talked Disney. We talked free agents. We talked Kawhi Leonard, Apple time. Uh, let's, let's do podcast time, podcast time, podcast time. That's what we're going to do before every podcast. Uh oh, man. Good times. And thank you, Roger. Once again, for sending that email. Really appreciate it. Find uh, us on, uh, hey. find
1: us on iTunes. Subscribe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> find us on iTunes. Tweet at us. Uh, Instagram us. Is that what they say? Is there, there's no like Facebook us. Um, use the use the social media.
1: We put it out there for you. We'd love to hear back.
0: Yeah, call Marcus's landlord. Tell him to get that AC <laughs> in there. Um, all right, man. All right. Let's do it again soon. This has been Let's Talk Nick's Podcast. We'll uh, talk to you next time.